Hello all, and welcome to Sweating the Small Stuff, a show where we sweat over the details that make our world richer. I'm your personal brain trainer, Cameron Boozer-Jamari, and today we are joined yet again by your personal brain trainer, Keon Boozer-Jamari. Keon, you want to say hi? It's a me. We got to come, like, that was a thing I said offhandedly once, so I got to come up with a better name for that just now. All right, well, we can we can workshop it right now. It's not like this is a hard and fast thing. This is going to be like episode, I'm going to guess six. Sure. This this will probably end up being episode six. Um. Hmm. Uh. A, a smart word. Yeah. That. Yeah. This is the best when when you try to come up with a fun catchphrase and take the time instead of just improving it. I've never really done that. So. Hmm. Yeah. This will teach you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. Mind fiend. That's what I'm gonna do. Okay. We're good. <laughs> oh my god. I love that so much. <laughs> mind, fiend. mind fiend. Oh. It's like a okay, mind freak, but fiend. It sounds so. That sounds. It's Powerful. viscerally aggressive. It's like if you, if you took mi- like Mind Freak and then also took Mind Field from uh, the Vsauce guy, put them together. This is all still going to be an episode intro. Yeah, I know. Beautiful. Yeah, we're learning. <laughs> this is a learning. Okay, I, I have a I have a subject for us to discuss. Okay, so dude. All right, ready for? I'm going to fire off this big blast of knowledge on you, and you're going. We're gonna. We're gonna. In our first discussiony boy, oh, that was so organic. Discussiony boy episode. Oh, that was- I don't need yeah. the meta jokes yet. Um, we need to have, have at least 15 episodes before I can have meta jokes. Um, all right, Keon, your question for today. Why helicarriers bad at their jobs? Helicarriers? Yes. So let me, let me set the scene for you. Yeah, let me please paint do. you a word picture. Oh, please do. Be my dungeon master. In Captain America Winter Soldier, they build not one, not two, but three helicarriers. Yeah, with like AI or some crap on it. Yes, and their d- DNA lock, they like came up. I couldn't believe the bizarre techno babble they had to pull out of the deepest closet at the back of the deepest Disney engineer's mind to come up with DNA locking sequences so that these helicarriers were designed to literally fly up to like the stratosphere and then start killing millions of people at a time. Yeah. So that that was like the that's the Cliff Notes version of what Captain America Winter Soldier's endgame was. Hey, Cameron, I know you got your specialized master's degree in computer engineering, so take it from a bachelor's degree in computer engineering who knows a little bit more about the general world of computers. It's easily, easily doable. I mean, just get some machine learning, get in with some <laughs> some of that uh, facial recognition, and I'll tell your DNA in a second. It's done. It's good. It's good. Oh, yeah. I forgot about your PhD in... <laughs> Not only like bioengineering, but also machine learning. My PhD in BS, which is, I also have a BS. Is that from Baltimore Southern University? Yes, a bachelor, a bachelor's University. in science from Baltimore Southern <laughs> in BS. All right, so so let me let me like okay that that was the end game, and that's a silly enough premise if it, it had actually made any sense. Because at the end of the movie, you literally get a thirty-minute montage of Captain America and his homies going to town on these helicarriers and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. And those things don't kill anyone. I think literally no one dies because of the helicarriers. I don't know. They fall out of the sky on a city. I don't know about that, Cameron. (laughs) (laughs) Let's not jump to conclusions. All right, you might you might have me there because there's got to be like one person that just accidentally was like tying their shoe. 
Like, that's the thing is, in the movie, only the... Oh, God, I don't even remember the guy's name because he's such a forgettable character. But in the the guy who dies at the beginning of Captain America Civil War... Oh, dude, like Bonesaw or whatever the hell his name was? Bone something? Crossbones, that was it. Sure. I remember my lore. Whatever. He's the only... He's the only implied casualty, and he doesn't even die. Wait. Wait a second. Are you... That was at the beginning of Civil War. Yeah, he dies in Civil War. That's my point, is that he doesn't die from a helicarrier. He not only doesn't die, but he gets... He feels so much better afterwards. Like, he tries to kill Captain America again. It's even adorable that they implied that, like, Cap would be in in any remote danger from falling out. Like, he falls out of the thing, and, like, his shield goes somewhere, I guess. I don't even remember if they find it. And, like... It's it's implied that like he would be anything but safe if Bucky didn't save him. He's like, I think he'd be fine. He's a super soldier. Like, it would be okay if he floated down the river for a couple miles. He apparently can run. He apparently can run like a million miles an hour. Don't worry, he'd be back at the scene before Falcon would wake up. <laughs> he would literally just be just running like- laps around Falcon's dead corpse. <laughs> It's just the end of the movie. It's like him back at the reflecting pond and like on your left. pushed up against. Yeah, he just keeps like on your left with like tears in the Oh, eyes. and like Falcons in a wheelchair. <laughs> yeah. So okay, mean. Okay, let me Let me bring it back. So reasons the helicarrier is the stupidest thing. Oh, dude. Wow. What was a war machine actually ended up not having his legs? Jeez. Now I feel bad. I'm going to sulk for a second while you explain. All right, so let me step back for a second. So they build not one, not two, but three helicarriers that all are, like, they're not even outfitted with, like, sniper rifles. They're outfitted with those, like, giant exploding in midair bullets. How else are you going to destroy or kill a bunch of people from, like, a million miles away? Yeah, but, like, like what are the odds that a Hydra agent is standing right next to one of the millions of people that they're supposed to kill with these magic bullets? Like, those things, they're going to kill a lot of collateral people. Yeah, I mean, you got to get the job done. I mean... Yeah, but they're not even good at, like, killing the people. Like, I guess you can make an argument that they're, like, too close to the helicarrier for it to effectively rotate its guns or whatever. But come on, that thing, it was, like, literally made of guns in, like, half of the B-roll shots of the helicarriers. Are you telling me that a comic book movie might not get all the P's and Q's right? Is that what you're telling me? They didn't dot their Q, uh, T's and cross their I's? Is that what you're saying, big boy? I'm go- Yeah, that's as much as it might pain you to believe. I think Disney might have gotten this one wrong. Oh, 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 dude, the mouse is going to knock on your door any second. We're going to have to hide dad. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> dad just takes off his face. I knew I it. I knew it. It was. Oh, I knew it. You're in trouble now, guys. I knew guys. it. It's just slipping up one of these days. <laughs> so dumb. So, like, that's, that's the first thing. And then the second thing is, like, not only is it not kill, like, you have an excellent point. I'm pretty sure that, like, three helicarriers falling out of the sky <laughs> in a metropolitan area, that someone had to have Also, died. they didn't bring that up when he's like, oh, uh, New York, Sokovia. I forgot what the other one he brought up. The, the, the one where thing blew up. Where it's like, yeah, what about DC? <laughs> like, what about the one you did, sir? What about your beef? <laughs> like, what about literally our nation's capital? Where were yeah, you? Yeah, the one cap cap fixed. Like, are you are you serious right now? Maybe that's why Nick yeah, Fury. Captain. Maybe that's why Nick Fury took a like bowed out for a little bit. He was like on the run, being like, "Yeah, I I put a 
I put a like weapon of mass destruction in the air and it had it crash on a bunch of innocent people. I'm going to go hide until we call Captain Marvel. So that's the other giant stupid thing about the helicarriers is you built three massive literal like sky aircraft carriers yeah. that aren't designed to carry people or planes. <laughs> like to be clear, it would have been easier for them to just build like a dozen satellites that just all stayed in orbit and didn't need Tony Stark's super fancy flying equipment. Dude, Tony, and it would have achieved the same effect. Tony Stark is a rogue nation. He could probably at any moment do the exactly what they were planning on doing, just like of his own volition. He'd be like, oh, wait, you need to kill a bunch of random people using DNA technology? Oh, and then he presses a button on his Fitbit and it annihilates half the population. I think there's literally like three different Iron Man comic arcs that are just that. <laughs> like he is the he's the Batman of the Marvel Universe in that he is constantly trying to figure out contingency plans for the other Avengers. Oh, yeah. Like they send... They send the Hulk to a different planet because he can't figure out a bullet good enough to kill him. <laughs> like, that's just, that's, I'm not even kidding. Like, that's like supposed to be one of the planet Hulk origin arcs. I mean, is me, Tony Stark, me no good at killing the man who is green. So me shoot man into space. Yeah. And doesn't he like, isn't that the point that like Hulk goes off, becomes, and then gets like enraged and comes back as like, Tony, I'm coming for you. You don't even, you don't even get how bad you messed up. You don't even understand how how viciously I'm going to tear apart your... Well, you said I can't curse, so never mind. I mean, I guess I guess in this one case I could allow it. Yeah, he's going to tear apart your wallet because it's going to co- cause oh, a lot of property damage. That's true. That That's the one takeaway from this episode is collateral damage bad. It hurts everybody. It hurts our economy. It, it hurts, hurts the, the working class. And it also hurts the billionaires. You know, it goes all the way down. Tri- it's trickle-down damage. Oh, okay. So, oh. like, the, that's the second thing. It's like, you build three helicarriers. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. So you built three helicarriers that don't helicarrier anything. Like, they're not for people. You could have just kept the one helicarrier that was doing just fine and then built a dozen satellites and threw them up into space. Because, like, like, honestly, the thing that I find unforgivable about the hel- helicarriers is not the helicarriers themselves, but you remember those giant freaking hangars that they built them in? Yeah, yeah. Like, like they literally built three under like they built three football stadiums that are literally underwater for no reason uh they gotta put them so- they gotta put them somewhere you know they need uh they need housing no 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 let's think about this your helicarrier your flying helicarrier yeah. doesn't need to be anywhere near a body of water <laughs> so why did you build them under dude they gotta well you know they have those football field size stadiums so that uh size warehouses so now when they get the helicarriers out what do you think they're working like it took them like a half a year to make all three the reason they were working so hard they want to get back to their uh their union football games so you know it took it took a little bit of work but they got there they got back and now they're going to play football oh wait they now have three broken helicarriers smashed into half the city as well as their their cool cool food court or whatever so uh not the not the best plan the the many many struggles of being a shield agent and expecting your budget to not just fall through the floor. Now I'm just thinking of cool moments from Winter Soldier. There there were a handful, and most of them involved Bucky. Yeah, he rode a motorcycle or something. I remember that. He like he like got up on it and did a backflip or something. Yeah, that was my favorite thing about the motorcycle was how the 20 seconds it was on screen was used to blow up a helicopter that didn't need to be blown <laughs> yeah. up. Wait, was that the one where he's like grabbing a... Wait, is this the movie where he grabs the helicopter or was that Civil War? 
He like no civil war was the yeah, helicopter. He's like, uh, what the curling a helicopter like with his giant yeah. Biceps. He's getting it's it's arms day. <laughs> you gotta get. Swole. Did you know that apparently Chris Evans even asked like on set he's like should I take my shirt off and literally the director's like why would you have your shirt off? Are you insane? <laughs> <laughs> That's when you realize that like, Chris Evans, every time he's had his shirt off, he never was told to take his shirt off. <laughs> he's like, wait, I didn't have to this whole... But they said it would be cool. He's like, who told you that? He's like, Robert Downey Jr.? He's like, oh, dude, I'm sorry. Oh, uh, freaking... Sorry, <laughs> that noise. <laughs> freaking RDJ, he goofed on you again, man. I don't know if that noise was you or dad, but I assume dad's just like walking in the background, like pretending to be Godzilla on like a tiny set where he's just <laughs> <laughs> knocking for and coughing. He was <laughs> Godzilla's Seth Godzilla's radiation. Friend. It's just coughing. <laughs> okay, okay. So, like, yeah. the I think the last thing I wanted to touch on with the helicarriers. No, let's hard. Let's let's go back and let's let's keep hammering home that they're gonna be. They might as well be satellites and not shoot incendiary rounds from space. Yeah. Okay. Well, the. Actually, that's kind of funny if you think about it, because then you could just have, like, a satellite full of, like, marbles, and then you just, like, drop the marbles with pinpoint precision. You know about that, like, ridiculous thing? Like, it's crazy how arms races and, like, any sort of code just get thrown out of, a like, out of whack whenever there's, like, okay, well, here's a legislation saying you are not allowed to use nuclear weapons. Oh, okay, we'll send a satellite up into orbit that ha just has a rod of metal that when it comes down on Earth is so fast that it'll basically be a nuclear warhead. That's how we'll get around it. We'll just have a railgun made in space instead of shooting a nuclear weapon because we're so determined to blow each other up. Like, what a cool thing. Well, great job, world. Appreciate it. Except it's a... I, I love that theory in that, like, your railgun is, like, I'm just imagining, like, a nail gun that works by, instead of a nail gun using pressure to shoot nails into a piece of plywood, the nail is dropped from it space. It is. Dude, it is. It's literally, like, a whoops. Like, oh, what? I, that was sitting on our satellite. Now it's not. There's nothing we could have done about it. Uh, we just gave it a little push, you know, like, a, a Joker-style chaos. Dude, is that why the ISS is up there? Like, you literally just have a space station full of random articles that you can drop on the planet whenever you feel what like it. What do you think it. Elon Musk is trying to do? He's trying to go up there and fight. He's like James Bond. There's a space Nazi or something up there. He's got his own spaceship. With its own set of teacups and accessories to be thrown at their spaceship. I don't want to blow the roof off this, but Chris Hadfield is actually Blofeld. I don't want to. <laughs> oh man! I don't want to make. I don't want to alarm anyone. I feel like Chris Hadfield would take that as a massive compliment. For, uh, I, from the intelligence standpoint, probably maybe not the scar and megalomaniacal brain. Rocket Man right. dropping his cups down on you up there alone. <laughs> God. That's that's my bad joke for today. Yeah, you're welcome. One of many. That's my 18th bad one. There. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last um, but this was kind of like the last thing I wanted to come back around to, which was I feel bad for the people who built those helicarriers because they were under construction, right? Yeah. Like the the entire movie, they're clearly being worked on. Mm -hmm. So this is literally the human equivalent of. I just built this cool thing out of Lego. Oh, no. Dude, that, that's why I love... Man, I... Whenever they have those giant set pieces where it's, like, stuff exploding, it's like, someone worked really hard on that thing. Like, some contractor was like, 
working weekends to get that thing up and running. And like, dude, imagine imagine how hard it is to just code a damn thing. And then all of a sudden, like, you're just like, oh, it works. Dude, it works. I got a helicarrier up in the air that has machine learning learning algorithm to snipe a terrorist out of the sky. I feel so. Oh, no, it's 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 been up for an hour and it's it's in the bay now. Oh, oh, cool. No, this is like, actually, I think the better facsimile for this is like the guy who spends forever working on his GTO in his garage and then someone at the last second steals it and wrecks it. <laughs> <laughs> like, because that's the thing is like, first of all, they're not really done being built. And then also like, it was one thing that they like crashed into the ground. They also crashed into that, that like nice looking hangar mm-hmm. and destroyed all the work it must have taken to build that hangar underwater. So... Like over two there, buddy. Man, now I'm gonna re I literally have to rewatch this movie now. Not not only because it's good, but also because I'm like I wanna remember how much wreckage there was at the end of that movie for that gosh dang general at the beginning of uh Civil War to be like, Y'all you're all bad because you blew up a couple of cities that were already under attack. But we the the great government army the, the project cool people from SHIELD, we just sent up a couple hello carriers and destroyed half a city. It's fine. Actually wait, okay. I, I need to step back because I think inadvertently you brought up a really good point. Who thought they were going to get away with this helicarrier? Like, you built three very noticeable helicarriers. There's no magical way people are not noticing the three giant orbiting helicarriers. I also love how, like, Captain America is like the Ayn Randian hero. That's like, excuse me, this is a going against my own moral compass, not yours and your globalist perspective. So I'm going to destroy your three you. giant helicarriers. Because Nazis. <laughs> You remember the Nazi supercomputer like, made of magnets? That's true. <laughs> the Nazi supercomputer made of magnets that had a screen that was able to render a person's face as though it were live video. <laughs> that just like uh, that that will be a whole separate episode. Oh yeah. We can do a whole separate episode on that. I'm happy to do that. But like hang on, I want to bring it back because like you built the helicarriers. You sent them up into what I assume is low earth orbit. And then they just start raining down ballistic hellfire and no one is going to start asking questions. Like there's no, no one else did that. <laughs> like we clearly did that. Um, uh, Tony Stark has that, uh, cleanup crew that's going on damage control. So it's, it's fine. They, they cleaned it up lickety split. Don't worry. They're getting government contracts and, and taking all the contracts away from Michael Keaton. So we had to have homecoming. So, you know, it's all no, fine. But, like this is, this is kind of like the start of Return of the Jedi. Like, what was the successful plan supposed to look like? <laughs> like okay, you got three. You got you built your three helicarriers. They got up into orbit. They start raining down ballistic hellfire, and no, like none of the superpowered people on the Earth are gonna do anything about it. No, that's just the that's the way it works now. That's life now on Earth. Also, the Captain Marvel trailers imply that she can like just punch them and they'll explode. So like. You didn't even build good helicarriers. Dude, I cannot wait for that thing. That's going to be... I don't even know if I'm actually, like, hyped for it. If I'm just, like... I really want to see... I forgot what the name of the lead actress is. But after seeing her in, like, Scott Pilgrim, I'm like, I want to see this girl in, like, a bunch of cool comic book roles. Like, she's awesome. Yeah, wasn't she... Like, I actually liked her in Scott Pilgrim more than... Um, Ramona? Who was the girl who played the actual lead? Yeah. yeah like, what's her name? I don't remember. But, like, she was... Uh, I don't remember the name of the... Her character's name, but she's the lead singer of uh, Clash of Demon Head. It was so good. Mm-hmm. Oh man! All right. Well, I think that's exhausted all the 
all the little details I wanted to sweat about Helicarriers. I mean, you got anything left in the tank? Yeah, I could talk about Edgar Wright movies for the next like three hours if you want. All right, hey, you you grab those you grab those small stuff and we'll sweat them. Okay. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this episode We're talking about all the crazy Helicarrier nonsense from Captain America. Uh, Keon, since you've been such a delightful guest, would you like to plug anything of yours? Um, yeah, if you guys uh, like comedy podcasts similar to the banter that we've been having here, uh, as well as some motivational stuff that my comedy podcast I have with two of my other friends is called Why a Podcast. It's silly, it's goofy, it's fun, and also I have a motivational podcast. We just launched another episode on the day of this recording, so I don't know when this is going out, but uh, we usually hit on Fridays, so Tuesdays are Why a Podcast, Fridays are my personal podcast, which is Lock Life Advice with Keon, L-A-W-K. So yeah, give them give them a listen. Give them a, if you if you want if you're Jonesing for more content. But aside from that, my my brother makes some 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 good 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 good, good stuff. And you wanna you wanna <laughs> give them those Twitter and Instagram handles, buddy? Oh uh, yeah, Locke is uh, at Lockcast L A W K Cast, all one word. And Y Podcast is Y A Podcast, all one word. Um, and they're super good. Or you can find me on. Uh, I also have a 3D printing uh, Instagram called Print 3D LLC, and my own personal one for photography called Keon Buzar at uh, Keon Buzar dot Cinema. So Keon K E O N B O O Z A R dot Cinema. Yeah, and the crazy thing about my brother is literally everything he makes is fascinating. I strongly recommend anyone listening go check out his YouTube videos on 3D printing, just like the craziest things from your favorite things. Like I think you make the spell discs from um, from Doctor Strange. Uh, Doctor Strange. Yes, Doctor Strange, and uh, the Mario coin. Yeah, Cameron's just being—he's uh, being a good, bro- a good older brother. I actually—it's all—it's like when you get like a, a crayon drawing, and you're like, "Oh, this is cool! I'm gonna put it on the fridge." It's—it's—it's it's, it's decent content. I don't want to—I don't want to upsell you on it. Except the fridge is my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's—it's as it's nourishing, right, well, you know. It's—it's it's good for your soul, just like your fridge. All right. Well, for. Uh, as for us at uh, Sweating the Small Stuff, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Sweating or at Small Stuff Pod. Not definitely not anything else. Um, and you can email us at smallstuffpod at gmail.com. Any feedback is appreciated. I know it's still early days for us. Still trying to figure things out. Still trying to get things going. And remember, from movies to media to the world around us, is details like these that make it worth sweating the small stuff.